You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Real quick, before we get started, I want to let you know if you haven't already signed up for the Run the Riot newsletter, you need to do that. You just got to go to news.runtheriot.run and put in your first, last name and your email address. And look, guys, I'm not going to spam you. It's just uh, a weekly newsletter of tips and tricks and things that I'm learning, things I've learned about running, about training, about racing. A lot of the things come from with me coaching my athletes and questions that come up, and I'll just share a quick hit on there, usually on a Monday. And uh, yeah, so just sign up. Go to news.runtheriot.run. All right, well, here we go. Today on the Run the Riot podcast, we got Chad. What's going on, Chad? What's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. So we haven't really had a chance to to talk since Traveler, but, you know, we're going to have to, I'm anxious to get into it. I'm excited, but we're going to yeah. have to, like, Get you know, get to where the podcast audience knows who you are a little bit so they can, you know, feel the victory. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I hear you. We can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. So, Chad, one of the things that's good is, you know, I, I, it's been a privilege to to coach you and continue to coach you, man. You you put in hard work. And one of the things I, I, I like is that you're like me, dude. You're working. You're a dad. You got irons yeah. in the fire. <laughs> you got things going on. And it's been fun watching you get up at the butt crack of dawn to get these runs in, man. And so like, I can relate to that, man. What's the earliest yeah. you've had to get up in this last training block? 250 a few times. <laughs> okay. You got me beat, dude. You got me. You got... <laughs> I don't remember seeing that one. That was early, dude. Uh, yeah, it was three. I get up at 250, then I'm trying to be on the road by 315-ish. So nice. yeah, then I'm trying to be back at home by by eight to, to either get to work or get the kids out of bed. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yep. That's what we got to do. You know, got to maintain the balance, keep the wife yeah, and yeah, kids happy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's all about balance. Yeah. So you're a fellow, well, you know, I'm an adopted Oklahoman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're in Edmond. I, yeah, I was born and raised in Edmond. I lived here for all my life pretty much, except for uh, went to OSU and Stillwater a few few years, four, four and a half years, I guess. All right. So um, we're, we're, we're not going to talk about Bedlam. Uh, we can talk about that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> not if, not, my wife doesn't want to talk about okay. that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. Fair enough. No. But yeah, so you've been there your, uh, pretty much your whole life, man. Uh, did you do sports growing up? I, I don't know that we've talked about this. Yeah, so growing up, I, I wrestled like maybe several ultra runners, I think. Yeah. I wrestled, probably started in middle school up through high school, played played baseball. I was probably a better wrestler than baseball player, but yeah, I grew up with a family that, that was into endurance sports. My mom and dad, they were runners and cyclists. And so I kind of grew up running and, and riding my bike, mountain biking, baseball, or not, yeah, baseball and, and wrestling. So that's kind of what I did growing up. No college or anything like that, but, but I was pretty burned out by the end of high school. <laughs> yeah, dude, wrestling has a, you know, has a way of doing that to you, man. What weight class did you do in high school, man? So high school, I ended at 140, which okay. is not too far off from what I weigh now. <laughs> I was about to say, I seen your weight, dude. You, you, yeah. You're holding uh, steady, bro. It's good. <laughs> yeah. What, 130, I think was what I started at. Then I ended at one, 140. Okay. Yeah. It, it was, I was probably too small for 140 and, and didn't want to cut any weight. <laughs> oh man. I, I had to pay, pay, pay the toll a little bit there, but it was, I do it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I went, no, I no, I, lo I loved wrestling. It it's a great sport, man. You learn yeah. a lot about yourself, and I think a lot of that translates to what we're doing now. Yeah, definitely. A lot, lots of life, less life lessons, <laughs> good and bad. I think some of my getting in front of a whole bunch of people with one other guy yeah. wearing skivvies, where it doesn't leave yeah. too much to be your, too much to the imagination. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like... <laughs> it, it, it's great. Everybody should do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I was, I probably weighed a buck 25 when I graduated. So I was like, I was even lighter than that, man. I was like 103, you know, yeah, one, yeah. 105, 109, 112, 119. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to cut some weight. So I, I didn't, yeah. 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 I, I did, I did, I cut a little bit of weight my sophomore year to get to 130. And then I, I decided I was done with that and didn't do a whole lot more of it. Well, I guess, man, I weighed one. 
72 what was 170 my junior year of uh, high school and, and during the summer and then i cut down to 130 but i have nowhere near the muscle i did i do did then now so yeah yeah oh man so you went to osu did the college what did, what's your degree in landscape contracting it's in the it's a horticulture degree or was okay. at osu it's changed to landscape I don't even know what it is now. Management now, I think. Yeah. But it's in the landscape architecture department. So I, I've been doing that. I started, grew up mowing yards and decided I'd just go to college and get a degree in that. <laughs> I've been doing it ever since. Uh, so I, I don't push mowers around the neighborhood anymore. <laughs> but I I'm I have a landscape company that, that here in, it's between Edmond and Jones. And we've had that since 2002. Nice. I've been doing it a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's cool. So kind of, you know, in charge of the thing now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, some days. Yeah. Yeah. Some days. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, so when did you continuously, you know, did you like just always run, you know, like college and did you keep kind of keep doing races and stuff or did you take a break or what was? Oh yeah. The first race I remember, my parents still have a picture on it on, on their house. It was a two mile run or something like that called the, I think it was called the Oklahoma cup run. And if you know Oklahoma city at all, it literally ran down the Hefner parkway, which <laughs> is a major highway now, but then it was just kind of like a little two lane road. And that's the first race I remember I, I went out, you know, like any little kid does and bonked about, I don't know, went sprinting and made it about a half mile before I, I died and had to walk the rest. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I ran a lot, uh, just to mainly get in shape for mm -hmm. wrestling. Uh, yeah. when I was wrestling, um, I remember putting on the plastic suit and hopping on the treadmill. And I don't know how I did this, but running like six minute miles for an hour that the treadmill had to be, had to be not calibrated or something very well. Yeah, no, yeah. Typical high school that. treadmill or something. Yeah, there's yeah. no way I could do that now, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then kind of after high school, I kind of took a break and just lifted weights for a while and got pretty pretty muscled up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weighed like 20 pounds more then that I do now. And then kind of got back into running probably 2009. I started mountain climbing a lot in Colorado. And oh, nice. my goal in life is to climb all the 14ers. So I've gotten about 30, 30 of them done so far. Nice. But I was found out I was in awful shape or anybody that goes to Colorado from Oklahoma is, doesn't Altitude, feel very good, man. but yeah, it's rough. But I decided, yeah. I decided I wanted to be in a little bit better shape to when I went up there. So I started running to get in shape for that. And then just kind of went from there. It, it just kind of slowly progressed from, you know, 5Ks to marathons to 50 milers to 100 milers now. Yeah. Well, I know you saw like marathons. Like what was your first marathon? Was it Oklahoma City? I think so. It's either Oklahoma City or Route 66 in Tulsa. I'm not 100% okay. positive, but I'm pretty sure it was the Memorial OKC. Yeah. Yeah. I know you, I know the Memorial's one. You, how many times have you done it? I, I know you like to do it. Seven, seven times. Nice. Yeah. I've done, that's the only two marathons I've ever done is Route 66 and, and OKC. You just so keep bouncing done, back and forth. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> four times at Route 66 and seven times at the Memorial. So nice. They're, they're good races. Yeah, I, I, I like marathons, but it's not really something I want to travel for at this point in my life. Yeah, I, I did that where I was doing quite a few of them and, and, you know, using them for training. And it's like, if you yeah. travel, you spend so much money. It's like, I could go do some dirt races for this. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Everybody always asks me, oh, are you going to go run Boston? I'm like, I have no desire to go. <laughs> I mean, maybe someday. Yeah, I, yeah, I would, yeah. I'd love to, but not right now. I'm kind of liking uh, trail races. So. Yeah. I did Boston once and then I had a, I was going back, I had an entry and all, and I started looking at the prices of everything to fly, to stay. And I was like, you know, yeah. I can go run a couple hundred milers for that. So I'm just going to, yeah. I'm just going to yeah. go, I'm just not going to do it. So I didn't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So what's your, what's your, your marathon PR? 257 is my Sweet. marathon PR at, at OKC. And I've never, I, I was pretty fit for that one. I don't feel like I've ever been in, in like peak fitness for a marathon. And I feel like I, 
I mean, 257 is, was, it hurt. It was all I could do to run 257, but I, f I feel like I have maybe a little bit more in me if I ever wanted to train for a marathon. So I was my goal say that. is maybe 250 someday, somewhere around there. I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, looking at your times and all, like, I think you could, I think you could get that down, you know, and your work ethic and everything. Like if, if you decided to, if you wanted to, yeah. you know, I, I think you could. I, yeah, I, I think probably, I probably could, but that's. Maybe someday. Yeah, I, yeah. That's not a goal right now. Yeah, not so. right now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what was your first, what was your first ultra? My first ultra, I'm pretty sure it was Palo Duro 50K. Okay. And, and right outside of Canyon, Texas, south of Amarillo. And uh, that was 2016, I think. Somewhere around there, I'd have to look at my ultra sign up to remember, but. I, I just happened uh, to have it up right here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 2015, 15. Yeah. 15. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that was, uh, I trained a little bit for that. had no idea what I was doing. Ran with a couple of friends and yeah. we, we probably looked like we didn't know what we were doing, but I ran decent and, yeah. and felt. You placed third, you got third and you got a 441 on a, I don't, I'm assuming it wasn't a flat 50 K. It, it's, I mean, you're, you run in the Canyon. It's, it gets pretty hot. But the temperature was a factor and, and it's a lot of up and down through the canyon and on the canyon walls, but it's a fun race. Yeah. I haven't been back in a while. I did a, did the 50 miler there too. And that was hot. It, yeah. The thermometer they have on the course was set 110. So oh, I, have terrible a picture, around, I have a picture of it. I had, a, I had an ambulance on the course, just <laughs> picking people up and yes. giving people IVs. So I was like, ah, I'm ready to be done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh, that's rough, man. Oh, so here's, I told you I had some little tidbits of information because I'm looking yeah. at your ultra sign up and I don't know if this was your second ultra or not, but the next one on here is cross timbers, 50 miler Maybe. Um, and you won that. And so here's a tidbit of information in 2016, you won it and I won it in 2019. Yeah. So I was like, I was noticing those little, little, you know things that we both done. So that's one of them right there. That's a good race. That was a good race. They don't do the 50 yeah. mile anymore though. Yeah, they don't. I haven't looked at that recently. It was a great race. I think they had a lot of flooding right, right before I did it and took out a lot of the course and they had to clear the course before and some of it was rerouted and the course was pretty soggy still. Yeah. So that was a, a battle to, to finish. Well, especially being my first 50 miler, yeah. but yeah. that was a tough race to finish regardless. So I but, think on that course, if I'm, unless I'm wrong, but I think the, the year before, every time before you did it, was it kind of a little different course, a little faster I course? I think so. And I from, think you, so. from that year on, you look at the times and cause, cause I was looking, I was like, man, you know, after I did it and I was pushing pretty good and yeah. I was like, I don't know how they were, you know, getting those times. And then I realized the course had, had changed probably from yeah. the flooding, you know, cause it's yeah. you know, on, the, on the side of a lake and everything else but it's a beautiful course you think being on, on a lake that it'd be flat but it's a yeah. bunch of up and down and it's, yeah it's hard on the legs yeah 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 but that said you did that one so like you okay so you did the 50k you did the 50 mile how did your body you know after doing marathons and now you're running in dirt how did you your body respond to it how do you feel your recovery you know i think i felt like i had a labral tear in my hip <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I bat battled that for a while somewhere in that time frame. I think it, the the final diagnosis was labral fraying or something that just meant I was running too much, probably. But yeah, it was a it was a rough go going from road to trail for sure. But I finally figured it out and just I found out I like trail a lot better than road. But yeah, I think it it was just changing the surface type from road to to trail, you know, put my hips in a lot different positions and, and, yeah. and it was a lot. It took my body a while to get used to it. Yeah. Did you, did you do, tr did you train on trails a lot or are you just kind of doing road running and then jump on the trails? I did. We have, I'm pretty close to our Lake Arcadia and they have mm -hmm. a, yeah, almost 20, 20 plus miles out there now, but then they had about a, it's about a nine mile out and back there that I did a lot, which is pretty similar to a lot of the trails at the races I was doing then, but it's pretty sandy and, and not much elevation gain, but yeah, I, I did a fair amount of trail. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then as we go on, I, I did see that another repeat. Here's another fun fact. I see the, I see your land run 50 K and yeah. you, you, what year did we run together? 
Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking at. So we ran it. We both ran it on. Where's my notes? Where's my notes here? Okay, we both ran it in 2019. Yeah. You placed third. That was and, my PR year, I think. Yeah, you crushed it, dude. 347. And I, yeah. and I, I was fourth. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. uh, I was much later though. I was like four oh three or something like that. Okay, I was okay. just yeah. But I just noticed that when I was looking, I was like, wait a second, I did it that year. So that was, and then we get our big hug from what's his name? Bobby. Bobby, dude, that I was so tired at the end of that one, dude. It was like full body hug, dude. You just yeah. get all yeah. in on that hug. <laughs> yeah. I it wasn't that year, but I think it was the next year. Uh I gave him uh I, I tried to tackle him. I gave him a full uh running bear hug and, and wrap my legs around him. <laughs> nice yeah. he, he, he stayed up somehow yeah it, it's pretty funny because that, i mean that race has a, of course for those of you you need to look it up it's mid-south it's it's a gravel grinder race and it usually yeah. ends up being muddy that year was yeah. really dry it was, it was fast that year yeah i've done that race six times i think six six times now no. may may not all be in ultra sign up i don't know that covid year was a little yeah a little weird there but yeah, that's a great 50k. Lots of up and down hills, and yeah, it, it the it's one of the only one races I've ever done that's on a Friday, and I kind of kind of like getting out of work and yeah, yeah, <laughs> skipping out of work and going to run on a Friday. So, well, that, well, uh, by the way, to... that was my suggestion to them because they ran. It was weird. They ran the doublers on Friday, yeah, and then ran another 50k on Saturday. Well, I did Saturday. Friday, they ran the 50k on saturday with the bike race but the yeah. doublers ran the day before on friday i was like why don't you guys just run it all yeah. together which some people liked and some pe apparently you didn't like because you can't get <laughs> yeah i haven't been able to get, get back <laughs> i haven't been able to get exactly it's yeah. your fault i'm blaming you I'm dude. Sorry. <laughs> <That's> I, <laughs> no but uh, anyway it, it, i love the, the atmosphere at the race and just the just the energy out there and then yeah the way bobby just greeted everybody that crossed that finish line and he, he's something he makes the race for sure oh yeah yeah so that that that's a good one well so when did you decide like hey i you know i've done these 50ks i've done these others when did you decide like okay i'm ready to run 100 miles i i mean that's a hard question i've all looked at like western states that that's been on my I don't know when I decided I want to run it, but, yeah. um, it's always been something in the back of my mind. Oh, that'd be really cool to run Western States one day. And it was a lot easier to get into at that time, probably, um, 10 years ago or whenever that was that I started thinking about it. But, uh, so I think it probably clicked in my mind. Hey, I, I, I think I can do this maybe sometime around 26. 17 2018 somewhere in there i was like i i think i can go for 100 and and really started uh training for it and and trying to get my mind right to go that distance and and you still don't know what you don't know until you do it but yeah i, I think it's probably around 2017 2018 somewhere around there that i decided i want to want to go for 100 yeah. and i finally pulled the trigger in 2019 that yeah. traveler yeah but well, let's, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about traveler because I love sharing, you know, when things don't go right for me, like, you know, I'll share it and just cause yeah. you know, for people to learn from it. So I, w I was looking, you know, I was kind of looking through, I was actually looking at your Facebook. I was scrolling through a little bit yeah. and in, in 2022, I think you posted, you were getting ready to do traveler again. Yeah. Yeah. And you put in 2019, I made a little over 50 of a hundred miles before I gave up. I was fine physically, but the mental toll was too much yeah uh, and so let's talk about that because that's yeah. i mean you, i mean now you know you've completed you've done you've been through the trenches and battled yeah. through tell me about let's talk about that that first time like what happened yeah i felt like i my fitness was great i that year i think can't remember if i pr'd my marathon that year I, anyway that's but i or the year before anyway I was in, I felt like I was in the best shape of my running shape of my life and was good to go. I think I, I was a little light on vert, vertical gain and training and traveler's not, you know, too heavy on vert, but it, it's got 11, 12,000 feet of gain. It's a decent amount. Yeah. So I went into that race, went out just blazing. I haven't run the first 16 that fast and the two after so i went out way too fast i felt like i had the conditioning and the fitness to be 
a podium finisher in that race in 2019. And I, looking back, I, there was no way (laughs) I didn't know anything going into that race that I know now, but it was definitely a learning experience. I ran through Lake Sylvia, which is about 16 miles and I just didn't feel right. I, at 16, mile 16, I was looking for reasons to quit and that's, yeah. Um, not where you want to be mentally. <laughs> yeah, in all 16, yeah, yeah. And a hundred miler. Yeah. And so I came out of Lake Sylvia and a guy I had trained with here in Oklahoma City. I ran the first, pretty much the first 16 with him and he just left me. And I was like, man, I feel like I, maybe I have a little bit better fitness than he does. And I, he just dropped me. I couldn't keep up. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what was going on. So that kind of went on from 16 to shoot the till I dropped at mile 52 I was like man I just I hope I just roll an ankle or something so I can <laughs> yeah yeah no, I appreciate the yeah, honesty because that that happens <laughs> that that goes through your yeah. mind yeah. yeah and and I was like I, I shouldn't be thinking stuff like that what's going on but and yeah. I was like it's just not my day I need to call it and see what's you know I, obviously something's not right in my training or mentally or I'm just not I'm not prepared for this right right now in my stage of running career yeah that was 2019 i got to uh, after that 2019 2020 i think i went to rocky raccoon in the february after but let let me ask you this knowing what you know now if you could put just take your brain now and and put it in that body that was running arkansas traveler in 2019 do you you think you you could have finished it i could have finished it yeah Yeah. i wouldn't have gone out near as fast and i found over the you know what are we four years of running hundred milers now that I, I can't go out fast. Like some people, I mean, yeah. some people at traveler, you know, they've got a <laughs> seven minute pace and yeah. I just say, ah, you guys, I'll catch you, you guys later. go ahead. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, that, that's not me. I can't yeah. race like that. Right. I mean, I'm fairly fast, but I'm not that fast. Yeah. I, I think definitely slowing down early in the race and trying to get warmed up a little bit before I, yeah, I dive full into uh, going all out at mile one is definitely the yeah how I race best. But mentally, um, I I don't think I don't think I knew how to hurt and how much it it was mm. supposed to hurt. Good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, it really that's that you have to learn that. Like, okay, this is yeah. part of the deal. Yeah, and I think that at that point in in my career, I was just I was like, I this isn't right. I don't feel right. I'm, I hurt. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. now I know it's just part it's just of gonna it. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, and I, thank you for the honesty, because I think I, I released it today, Mo, the Moab about Moab, where my wife and I talked about it. And one of the great race, by the way, Congrats. Oh, th- oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it, one of the things that went through my head and I, I'm pretty sure I shared it on there was, you know, my knee started, I've been having knee trouble a little bit, my yeah. knee was hurting. Yeah. And then I had a, t-band thing going on and it popped into my head that you're out like like you know this if this is going to keep on happening and then i had to shake it off you know and i knew from you know it happening before like "Ah, i can't be thinking no i'm gonna keep you know i know i'm not injuring myself further i'm good you know and i had to get positive but that creeped crept into my head it happens you know this hurts yeah i can well hurt (laughs) yeah it will looking back on what tahoe 200s did you dnf there no, well, DNF'd uh, Mo, what, Moab. Uh, Moab. Yeah, before okay. in 2020, and this was my redemption. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you. I think there's something to DNF and races and going back for revenge. There's, I got to live that traveler DNF for all through COVID, and that that stuck in my head. I I thought about that probably once a week for two or two years. Like what? Just still yeah. couldn't figure out what happened. I was like, man. Yeah. What, what was wrong? And then I finally went back and got redeemed myself, but I got to live with that in my head for a couple of years. But anyway, there's something about, I don't know, man, and, and some people can, it doesn't bother them, but yeah, I, I'm with you, man. It I bothers had, me. Yeah. I had <laughs> up, up on top, you can't see it right here, but I, I had my bib from Moab where I DNF'd, I had it up there above my desk, you know? Yeah. And so then when I got home, I put the other one over it. Where I yeah. finished, but yeah, that's that's that sticks. So you ended up signing up, okay? Because ultimate goal is to you want to do Western State. So Rocky Raccoon's another qualifier. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so you, you trained up and, and went through Rocky Raccoon. So how did that unfold differently? And what did you do differently to, to get the finish there? So I, I went into that race with no expectations at all. I, I went out just, I think I was probably running in 150th or something through, I don't know, 20 miles. Yeah. Uh, just getting it. Yeah. Just chatting and having a good time. I was just there to finish. Yeah. And I don't know, probably mile 20, I was like, oh man, I feel pretty good. I Maybe I'll just kind of turn it up a little bit. And uh, kind of by mile 80, something just clicked and I took off. You know, taking off at mile 80 is a little different than mile one, but yeah, yeah. But yeah. for where I was then, I, you know, I was running 10 minute miles, which felt pretty fast at mile 80. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It <laughs> feels so, very fast. I was running 10 minute miles for five miles or so. And then, and I think I worked my way up to top 10 some at some point in that race, maybe eight overall. And, by mile 95, I, I could hardly walk anymore. <laughs> I just walked it in and I, I got yeah. passed by several people between mile 95 and, and the finish, but it wasn't a great finish, but I, that, you know, I didn't go, I just went to get a qualifi qualifier and have a good time and learn some more. And, yeah, and I, I learned I could go a hundred miles yeah. and Felt a little bit better about myself from Traveler a few months before. Yeah. But I met a lot of few people there that I still keep in contact with. So it was a fun race. It's well, well put on for yeah. sure. You did. And but yeah, you end up finishing in, in 16th overall, 15th guy. And, you know, 19 hours and 10 minutes. That's a great first finish, dude, for a, you know, <laughs> for a hundred miler. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it, the Traveler definitely flipped a switch a few months before. Yeah. You just made a note, you know, you got friends that you met. Isn't it, isn't it cool how you yeah. meet people and suffer together and yeah. you just stay connected with them? Yeah. The women's, I ran with, I, her name's Maria. I think you, her last name's Silters. So I don't know how you say your last name, yeah. but ran with her for probably 20, 25 miles and, and talked with her and, and, and uh, still keep up with her on Strava. But yeah, it's fun. I ran with several other people. Uh, that it's just fun chatting with people and getting to know them while, while you're running for 20 hours yeah, or whatever it is. Something about suffering together too, where you just kind of connect yeah. and, you know, and then you just, I, with, the cool thing is like with Strava and social media, you can stay in touch with those people and, yeah. and yeah. you want to see what they're doing, you know, I want to see yeah. what they do next, you know? Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Well, you know, Rocky Raccoon, February 1st, 2020, and then COVID hit. And so you had, so you redeemed, I mean, you redeemed yourself. You got a, you got a hundred mile finish, but you still had that, you know, Arkansas traveler in the back of your head there. Yeah. And man, to be honest, I, I was on a, a pretty good track there and I felt like my fitness was good and COVID hit and, you know, a lot of people, they, all they did was train and run and that's all, that, that wasn't what I did. Yeah. That, uh, you did the opposite. Yeah, I, I flew off the wagon and just, I don't know, man, I just, I was not being healthy, uh, but that's a different story. Uh, that, that's all a part of keeping balance in my life. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you let the pendulum uh, swing for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But running, running definitely, when I have to uh, wake up at 3 or 4 a.m., uh, what I do the day before, there, that has a lot, of, a lot of effect on that, so. Keeps me yeah. in check. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, after we go through, you know, COVID and everything else and, you know, 2022, it's time to to jump back in. It's time to go hit Traveler. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how'd, you, how'd your training go for that? And, you know, what'd you do? What'd you do different? I, I, man, I, 2022, I, I decided I was going to probably end a 21. I was like, man, I got to get right here. I'm not on a good path. Yeah. I think I need to make some changes. And I did, I, I quit drinking for the most part and uh, went into 2022 feeling strong and had a few injury issues. Can't even remember. Shoot. I don't even know what it was now, but had a couple of volu voluntary surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say there. Uh, I saw the look on your face. Uh, 
I had LASIK and that, okay, that took okay. a few yeah. a week out and I don't want to have any more kids. So that took got you. a few. <laughs> yeah, got you. Yeah. You don't want to run too soon when I, I, I'm with you. I did that before. You don't want to no, start no, running no. too soon with that. <laughs> kids are great though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You just had enough. Your quiver's yeah. full. Yeah. So that, that was right in the middle of peak training. It was kind of an up and down training cycle into 2022. I kind of went into that thing at Traveler, just the same attitude I had for Rocky Raccoon. I didn't really have any expectations and I, all I wanted to do is finish really. Yeah. There's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> the dog's all good. <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> so I went into that and I think, man, I ran the first eight mile section, probably 20 minutes slower. <laughs> I did that ice in 2019. Overall, I was just in it to finish and once again, just have a good time and, and learn. But, you know, I got to, where was I? I got to power line, picked up my pacer. I had no idea where I was in the race at that point. Yeah. And he's like, man, you're doing pretty well. I was like, I am. I don't, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah all right. I, I feel all right. But he's like, oh, I think you're like in uh, fourth or fifth. I was like, what? <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, we are doing pretty well. Let's, let's see what happens. So we get to the turnaround and first, first and second, I think first, second, and third, we're all at the turnaround. I was like, whoa, yeah. okay. So yeah. we're in this thing. So I left the turnaround in, in first place. I think I was leading. Well, I don't know. I, I was either leading in second. There, there's one guy that's way out in front for majority of the race or majority of the first half. And I, I think I was in second coming out of the turnaround and caught, got passed again by the eventual winner. And that I, you know, I, I didn't know any race strategy or anything. I probably should have tried to hang with him, but at that yeah. point I was still running my own race and, and yeah. trying to do my own thing. I'd, he passed me. So I was back in third again, I pat, and then ended up getting uh passing second getting into second place around mile 70 and and so so mile 85 I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about this uh because it comes into play again uh this year mile 85 i come out of there at winona aid station and i was only a mile a minute or so off the lead yeah. i think I, I was just done at that point yeah. and i was like well maybe I, I can catch the leader but mile 85 to 92 ish in that race is probably the mm. hardest stretch in my opinion it's all up uphill or all <laughs> feels like all uphill yeah. and i was about a minute off the lead coming out of winona and he put about 15 minutes on me between there and the, the was finish it, was it wesley that year that he, he won that no year? that no. was his name is chaz he won a couple of years i okay. think he won 21 22 but yeah i ended up running i ended up running 1839 there and got second yeah, place it's fantastic I think chaz the, the eventual winner in 18 i don't know he's 15 18 minutes ahead of me at the yeah. finish but yeah i was super happy with that race and and really honestly surprised myself i didn't know i had that enemy i was hoping to run somewhere around 20 hours yeah. and so running almost an hour and a half faster than i thought i was gonna run was pretty pretty crazy to me at that point yeah yeah <laughs> What's crazy about uh, Traveler is the, I guess, because, I mean, I guess it's any race, but like, if you look at the, which you had a spreadsheet of the the winning times each year, but they vary <laughs> so much because I ran it in 2017 yeah. and I ran uh low 20, 20 and something. And I was like fifth. Yeah. And then the next year I ran it a little bit slower because I had just done Tahoe and I was like 10th, you know, <laughs> so it's, you know, it's just, it, and then these blazing times that you guys started dropping. It's, it's pretty, pretty kicking, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, man, this year was super competitive. Uh, as uh, just, I, I think they had the most finishers ever. Um, I, I'm, I'm a spreadsheet guy and I, I go through all the splits. <laughs> I, I think they had the most sub 20, sub 24 finishers ever. Um, it was, it was uh, a good year. in that race. The yeah. temperatures, it, temperatures the wet, weren't as hot as usual. Yeah. Yeah perfect the weather was perfect and that that played a big factor in everything i think so yeah did you for 2022 did you have a coach in 2022 i know you had one i did we worked. He, okay 
I did. He was great and loved everything he did. I wanted somebody, I think I told you this when I, when I called you, somebody a little bit more local and maybe yeah. somebody that had kids and knew what all that was like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he, he was great. I, he was in the roach pipeline, hey. but yeah. he was a good guy. I just, no, I just, cool. I, I wanted to keep it local. So yeah, no, that's cool. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when I remember, you, you know, you contacted me and, you know, and I was, you know, kind of doing, you know, we talked and, and, and it's been fun because you put the work in, you know, we have life stuff that happens and, you know, we yeah. figure it out. We work it, work around it because that's what we have to do. But, you know, I know you're not just like, you never just sloughed off and got lazy. You know what I'm saying? And that's huge. <laughs> You know? Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, and I'll have to say you pushed me and, and stretched what I thought I was capable of and, and my training. And just, I, I appreciate you, you pushing me. And, and I, I, in 2022, I don't think there's any way I thought I could do put in the training that I, what, that I did and stay healthy at the same time. It's, I think what you did for me, cutting, cutting back my days and think that volume was a little bit high, a little bit higher than it was last year, but just giving me more time to recover in between, but keeping the intensity, the two days off instead of running six, five days a week instead of six days, so maybe mate was the key. I don't know. <laughs> well, and it's a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everybody's different on, you know, and you're, you're 41 now, right? I'm not getting any younger. And so you, you got to weigh those things and, yeah. and some people just do better with, you know, just those days, your body kind of craves that, that recovery to, to heal and, and get ready. But so, yeah, but, you know, and I could say, you know, I was excited for you because, you know, I saw the work you were putting in. I, I saw the mileage, the, you were really doing it. And so we were talking before and you said spreadsheet guy. And I was just laughing because I was thinking about the spreadsheet where you had all the winning times and you had <laughs> yeah. it 2018, you had David Terrio in there. I was like, I was fifth place, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was I, pretty funny. I, I didn't have you on there originally that I was going back through all the previous results. I was like, oh, there's David. I got to I got to throw him on there. <laughs> yeah, no, that was cool. And I think we both had a sense of excitement because it was a it was Wesley was coming back and there were just a bunch of studs and and studettes ready to I mean, just throw down and put in some work. And so, I was excited for you. I knew you were capable of doing, you know, looking at your time before, I knew you were capable of having a a great showing out there and that field there's a balance, man, running your own race, but allowing the field to help drive you too, man. So let's talk about I, like the race plan and everything and, and how it unfolded. Let's yeah, definitely. My wife's coming in, I think. Yeah. So going into the, into the race, I, I thought I had the fitness to, to hang with anybody that was there. I, you know, you never know who's going to show up at a race like that, but I went into it. I was going to win yeah. and, and that was my mindset. And I've never since I DNF'd and 2019 at Traveler, I, I haven't had a mindset like that. Yeah. And because I've been scared, to, I went into Traveler like that in 2019. I was like, I, I'm going to podium on this thing and, and, and go for the win. And I think I've been scared to try that again. And, and I still race pretty conservatively, but going into this year, I thought I had the fitness to win and it didn't work out. But <laughs> well, that time would have yeah. won a lot of other years. So just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I felt like it. Sorry. I felt, felt like I put in the work to win and, and I at least raced well. I wanted to go and race well. And that's that. Okay. But that's my son. That's Coulter. Oh, that's uh, cool. That's awesome. Hey, but. But I, all I, all I wanted to do is go and race well and admit winning. That's awesome. But I felt like I had the fitness too. Yeah. But yeah, I got, everything went great through training, made it to Arkansas. Uh, everything was, went well and got to the start line and I started out pretty conservative and everybody else went out about 6.30 pace and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Doing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, it's over. I'm, I'm done. I, yeah, I, I'm just going to go back to running my own race, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Wesley shows up shirtless and, <laughs> and everybody else follows him off, just blazing off the gun. I was like, oh, 
No, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, can you go play with Legos in the playroom while Daddy's talking? Or okay, uh, I might have to change rooms here in a second. We'll see. It's all- but yeah, I was. It took a little wind out of my sails when I. Hey, bud. Okay, I'm gonna change rooms. Can we okay, pause right. here for a second? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, go ahead. And I'll all right. edit. It. You're good. We'll see if my computer dies. Hey, bud, can you go play in the playroom, please? No, go to the playroom, please. Please. Okay. Don't, you can't talk. You got to be quiet. Okay, no talking. <laughs> see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, we started off and definitely took a little wind about out of my sails from the get-go, but I was feeling good and just running my own race from there. Well, that's one of the things in, in, you know, you probably discovered that, you know, running some of the others, like that's something always going to throw a monkey wrench into your plan. Yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. happen. And that's where you have to really just, you know, I shared me and Brad Taylor when we were running Love It and we, we missed the turn and ran about, I don't know, a mile <laughs> and then came back and I had to, I had to panic, you know, but then I just settled in and I was like, all right, just got and I even said it to Brad. All right, dude, we got to calm down. We got a lot of race left. This is like mile eight. You know, we just got to, yeah. and he took off and he ended up pulling yeah. the muscle, you know, but you just got to settle in. And so even that, yeah. you got to like, all right, I got to, there's a lot of race to go. Yeah. I need to run my race. And you know where you're strong, you know, you're not. Yeah. I can't race like that. I can't go hard off the line and, and hope I'm just going to hang on at the end. That's just not how I, I can run races, not how I'm built. Yeah. So, I mean, so you guys, you know, everybody takes off. I know that feeling. I, and I always tell, I probably told you that too, but everybody kind of, I usually take off too fast. And then mile one or two, you kind of do a check-in and then settle in. But like, yeah. you know, there's a whole lot of it that's, you know, kind of dirt road for a while and everything. Yeah. So what place were you in and kind of where did you kind of fall in at by the time you got to, I don't <laughs> know, the Washita Trail? Yeah. So that's about mile eight. You hit the yeah. Washita Trail. So I was just running my, you know, probably... 839 minute pace pretty yeah for that section it's a lot of downhill and it goes back up so it, it wasn't too too tough through there but by mile eight the washita trail is probably maybe 10th to 15th somewhere in there okay i, I want to say 15th yeah. i don't know but i was feeling good and just i found in that race you, you have to run the washita trail just really easy there's no reason to push that section that it's eight miles from mile eight to 16 and i've found that if i can just take that really easy it's better for me to come out on at mile 16 and start you know start putting in some work there instead of trying to beat myself up up on the washita trail yeah that the first four miles of that's nice because it's kind of flat and it goes down and then, and then the second half after you drop into the aid station it goes i remember like yeah, you just kind of suffer on that one a little more. <laughs> yeah, you, you go straight up at, I don't know what mile that is, but yeah. 12-ish maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and so yeah, you just made a mental check, you're doing your thing. And for those yeah. listening, if you've never followed Arkansas Traveler, to track it is very, there's an online <laughs> spreadsheet. And yeah. every time somebody goes, and they're using ham radios, and when somebody yeah. goes through an aid station, they log their time, radio it in, and so you get no update. A whole bunch of updates. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and most of the time they're right, but sometimes they're not. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, and and who knows what order it's going to be in or or uh, what time they're going to put the update in. I a bunch of people told me that like, oh, I thought you you dropped out or something. Yes. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, it's still going. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that, that's always interesting to to hear the stories of people trying to track you while you're running traveler. Oh yeah. Cause I was tracking you. I was tracking, you know, Cliff. I was tracking everybody. I had, I had yeah. like a lot of people specific and then just trying to see how it unfolds. And so it was fun, but it's just different from watching yeah. a dot on the screen. Or, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, the live track from your, from your spot or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, so 2020, 2022 and 2023, uh, took that, that those sections pretty easy. And then coming out after the Lake Sylvia aid station, I've, I felt pretty good. I found that's kind of where you find out who's going to be racing that day and who's not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I came out of there and in and out pretty quick and immediately, uh, dropped three people and, and passed another couple. So 
I went yeah. from wherever I was, I gained five positions pretty quick. I still had no idea where I was and didn't really care at that point. Yeah. But out of Sylvia, out of mile 16 from there, it's a lot of uphill. So kind of some four wheel drive uh, trails, I think from, from there to uh, Lake Winona at 50 K. But yeah, I, I still took it pretty conservative from 16 to 50 K, 16 miles to 50 K, 30, 31 miles ish. And came out, hit right before the Winona aid station. I just started feeling amazing. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was just probably going 730 pace into Winona and I was running with uh, Ashley, I think Nordell, she ended up getting second. I ran with her for several miles before Winona and then kind of took uh, off from there, from Winona. And I had to, I don't know if I was somewhere between fifth and 10th place at that point. And then from Winona, you kind of hit the low spot right at the dam there. And it's pretty much all uphill from there to power line. And that's... I didn't, I, the year before I, I felt that, but I didn't even, I didn't notice. I, nice. I just felt like I was running up and down, not just straight up. Like I felt the year before. So I was, I felt like I was cruising pretty well yeah. to power line, but felt good to power line and was able to grab a pacer there. And, uh, but it was all good to there. So nice. Yeah. What was your strategy, uh, at the aid stations? Do you feel like you, you had it down pretty good? You were in and out. Yeah. So I take the kind of the mindset uh, that, that every second matters and, and hundred milers and, and that sometimes helps and sometimes that hurts. So yeah. I'm in and out of the aid stations as, as quick as I can. If I can take less than a minute, you know, if I'm in and out in 15 seconds, that's, that's what a few of them were. Um, so I, 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 I think I make up a little bit of time in the aid stations just because I prepare before the race and have, yeah. a, I've a, I had a great crew and handed me everything I needed and I had it all prepared before the race and they just had to give it to me and all I needed to grab it to do was grab it and go and, and get out. And that helps too, just to keep you, keep you going. You, you don't get stuck in the aid station thinking you need to sit down or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It can be dangerous. I, yeah. But that that's kind of the mindset I take, but just grab everything you need in the aid stations and get out of there. Well, and that's, and then, and that's one of the things I always tell, you know, when I like, coach, you, you need to make sure you do what you need to do. Like if you got something in your, you know, a shoe issue or, or whatever, but if, you know, if you take an extra minute at every 10, just say 10 yeah. aid stations, that's 10 minutes, you know? And yeah. Yeah. It, it, it could be, I mean, if you're trying to be, you know, in a podium position in a race like that, it, a minute or two can <laughs> yeah. make a, make the difference between a, a place or two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably take it a little bit to the extreme. If I get a rock in my shoe or something like that, I'm like, oh no, I can't, I can't stop. I gotta keep going. <laughs> Shoes all ble foot bleeding in the shoes. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop. That's uh, but yeah, eventually I probably stop and shake my shoe out, but yeah. I, I'm pretty bad about that. Just sometimes I need to stop and I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, one of the cool things, I guess it's good. It, it is good with the out and back race, like, like traveler is you yeah. can, you kind of, that's where you find out where you stand. So you hit power line and then you go to turnaround. And so when you're going to, you know, to turn around where, you know, what position did you figure out you were in there? I passed, uh, I think, I think figured out where I was about mile 40 ish going up to power line. I passed Daniel Arnold, previous winner. Yeah. And he had another guy running with him. And I, I honestly, I thought I might be in first at that point. Yeah. I yeah. was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was, it's dark at the start. And I was like, I have no idea what place I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. I was like, hey, you know, these guys are, they're running pretty well. And, and I passed them. Maybe I'm first in first place. So, yeah. Uh, no. So I asked somebody, I was like, what place am I in? They're like, oh, you're in third. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I finally, we get up to power line and running there. At some point I asked somebody how far back I was and they're like 20 minutes. So I was like, that's not bad. I'm 20 minutes off a, off a, I'm thinking in my mind, 20 minutes off a of first place. I'm like, that's good. You know, yeah. I, that's and a hundred miler. That's nothing. Yeah. You got a um, race left. Yeah. Yeah. So I get to power line, pick up my pacer. His name's Daniel as well, but he's great. He paced me in 2022 as well, but 
So I'm talking to him and I was like, man, uh, I, they told me I'm like on 20 minutes off, off the lead. And he's like, no, <laughs> that's not right. Uh, he's like, you, you, you might, you may have been 20 minutes off a second. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, well, how far out is uh first? And he's like, oh, he's like an hour and a half. I was like, oh, okay. Well, so this is a race for seconds. Uh, and yeah. yes, he blows up. Well, and, you know, at that point, I, I was like, man, I'm super happy with how I've run to this point and whatever yeah. happens, yeah. happens. Yeah. I'm just going to run my race and, and see what happens. I think we went through Powerline. I got through Copperhead, which is 52-ish, going through there. And I finally, the leader finally passes me. He's a, I did the, the math in my head, you know, ultra math when you're running, it's not yeah, very yeah. good, but, uh, you I figured he was at miles, about a hundred K mile 62. And I was just pat, he was eight miles ahead of me or so about an hour ahead. And he looked all right, about as good as you can at hundred K in. Yeah. And then, oh, a few minutes later, Wesley passed me and he still looked decent. So I was like, ah, you know, I, whatever happens in the race, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with whatever place I get third, third straight, you know, I'll just keep running like I'm running and. Yeah. See what happens. So go through, uh, turn around, all good. Come back through, back through power line, pick up my, I, I had two pacers. Daniel ran the first and third leg with me. And then my other pacer ran the second, but we, we motored pretty good from power line back to Winona. No, no issues. Nothing crazy happened, but yeah, all good from power line to power line and power line back into Winona at mile. 85 so 60 67 power line to 85 at winona everything thing went pretty well well where did you end up catching wesley so here we go back to winona here so i talked about 2022 where i was uh just off the lead in 2022 winona yeah and i just didn't have anything left there so come out of, I still had no idea really how far Wesley, which is in, he was in second and first place was at, at Winona mile 85. So I come out of Winona with my pacer and we're just kind of running. I was, I was super happy with where I was at third in third place and just happy to run it out and run for a good time. Yeah. And we we're probably a few minutes out of Winona and my pacer goes, yeah, uh, second place was only four or five minutes uh, ahead of you out, coming out of the aid station. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I, I kind of piqued my interest a little bit and I was like, how's he looking? He's like, oh, you know, he's looking all right and good as anybody, mile 85, I guess. And uh, literally a few minutes later, we see Wesley's headlight, headlamp ahead of us. And it had to be mile 87-ish probably. Wow. Yeah. So I, I have visions of 2022 in my head. And I'm like, this isn't happening again. I don't have any problem saying this because I know Wesley, would, if he was in the same position, he would, he probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but because I listened to his podcast leading up to this, I listened to the podcast uh, you guys did earlier. I don't know if it was 2022, 2023, but he, he talked about all the games you can play in, in ultras. So I, I can, I, I think I can say this because I, I have a lot of respect for Wesley and yeah. he, he's a, what is he four or five time I think winner five, and he's a good five dude, time man. winner yeah. and holds the course record. And I have a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah. And I wish I got the, I, I don't, I have never got the speak to him personally, but I wanted to after the race, but I had IV in me and that's a different story. Uh, so, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> so mile 87, we see Wesley's headlamp. And so I, you know, the hair stands up on the back of my head. I'm reliving 2022 again. And I'm like, oh, it's on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we finally catch Wesley and I was talking to my pacer. I was like, uh, this guy can run. We need to, we need to pass him and put some distance in him if, on him if we can. Yeah. And so I went as hard as I could for a mile 
87 to 91, I think. (laughs) And I've never heard so bad in a race. And I was looking back on the split. I think uh, I tried to see like previous splits who ran that split the fastest. I didn't find it a split faster than what I ran it uh, this year. Um, And I say that all because I was running scared. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I just knew that, that Wesley was going to catch his second win because he's been, he's, I know he's going for the win and, and chasing, uh, uh, Brendan is, was the the winner's name. He was, I know he's chasing Brendan the whole race and, and wanted to go for the win and, and it didn't work out for him. And, and he was probably feeling that from the, the whole day. And, and, I did. I didn't want him to catch his second win, so I did everything I could to put some distance on him between catching him and until I couldn't go anymore. About about mile, I don't know, ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. But anyway, that that's <laughs> that's how all that played out. But after mile ninety one ish, ninety two, I I couldn't go any harder and had to slow down a little bit. But we just kind of tried to walk jog as fast as we could to the road there mile whatever it is 98 it comes out on the road and pretty smooth from 98 to 100 and we just cruised in but during all this 2022 i puked two times uh between winota and the finish and i was flashing on back on that as well and and my stomach was was not feeling great this year at the same point yeah. I was like, I don't think I can take in that, you know, that those extra calories you need the the few, the last miles and hang on to this thing. So I ate a banana and, and drank some water and that's all I had from the last 15 miles of the race. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I was kind of weighing my options of either sitting on the side of the trail and puking and, or yeah. possibly bonking at some point, which I bonked. <laughs> At mile ninety nine point five, I I can't go anymore. It's terrible. There's a little incline back up towards the finish. I was like, I literally can't, cannot run anymore. That seems like a mountain at the end of that race, dude. And the road is like, oh, yeah. I was like, I think I pretty well have have second wrapped up. I at that point, I think I was, I knew I was going to run sub seventeen hours and. I was like, I, I don't really care if I run 1659 or whatever I ran. And yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to lose any spots in the overall, you know, I'm just going to do what I need to do to get to the finish line. So that's kind of what it was the last half mile. I did the old, the walk, just, the, the jog of shame, the last yeah. down the runway to the finish and called it. But that's 1652, I think. 1652, I, man. That's a fantastic time on that course, man. That's thank you. That's awesome, dude. So if you went back and, and looked at my spreadsheet, I think I had in my head that I could run 1744 this year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I went back and looked and I was like, he went faster than his plan. He's like, <laughs> and I didn't really know if that was going to come back to bite me at any point in the race, but, but I felt good. And I, I thought it was running 1744, taking almost an hour off the time I ran in 2022 would be awesome. But yeah. I took, I don't know, or hour 45 off of what I ran the previous yeah. 2022. So I, I, I couldn't have gone any faster. I, I, I couldn't be any more happier with how the race went. Yeah, no, but, fantastic. So what, what happened after the race where you had to get stuck? But yeah, but let me say one more thing about, uh, came through the finish 1652 and change 15 seconds behind me out of nowhere. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but I was because she's going to be on the podcast before this one airs. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out, of, out of nowhere, Nicole comes and just, I'm like, where did she come from? And I was like, do you have your headlamp on? Off? What were you doing? And she's like, no, I, I had my headlamp on. I went back and looked at the video and I don't see any headlamp in that video. I don't know. Yeah. She might have been sneaky, sneaky was, on you, dude. She was trying to sneak up on me. That's but, funny. But. Yeah, she ran amazing in that race and took down Ann Trayson's 20-year course record there. So congrats to her. Yeah. But yeah, so after the race, they they had the paramedics there and they came up and said, would you, do you need an IV? I was like, I don't know, you know, and I've come to the realization that I think 
IVs are kind of like breath breath mints. Uh, if somebody asks you if you want one, you just say yes. <laughs> you probably need. It. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll take an IV. So they hooked me up to an IV. And I don't know, put a couple pounds of fluid in me after yeah. the race, and I think that probably brought me back to life. But I was hurting pretty good there the last half mile. Um, but yeah, it, that was interesting finished a great race but yeah anyway. no man what a great adventure and and i love it and that's one of the like he talks about wrestling one of the things i love about the sport you put the work in and it translates you know yeah. and you know we didn't talk about it but yeah you dealt with those little niggles and and injuries yeah. through training those things happen and we've had to you know modify things a little bit you know here and there yeah. but train smart and you put the work in and then man yeah. for the race you, you did it <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was, I, I I don't know how to explain it. I had no thoughts in my mind that I could run that well and do that. And props to you for, for making me, giving me the training to, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's to realize, and, uh, realize that. I, I thank you. And yeah, it was just a great race and great having my family there. Mm. I felt like I had, in 2019, I didn't say this, my family was there. Yeah. And they, they came out to see me dnf in 2019 and and i that that haunted me for for several years as well but it was great to have them all out and this year and watching me and watching me finish so they're all behind me here <laughs> yeah no so, so we're a month away a month out <laughs> yeah oh, she's cute you know and so how are you feeling now you feel like you're pretty pretty recovered I, yeah i felt a lot better this year than i have after pre two previous 100 milers but i still feel like i i can't go out the week before like like some people do, like Wesley and uh, the week after, sorry, and just put in another 30, 40, 50 mile a week. I'm just not built like that. But yeah, I'm feeling good now. I've been doing, you got me doing some intervals this week and, and feeling good. So still not quite to where I was before the race, but I don't think you can expect to be for a little while after. Yeah. You got to listen to your body and, you know, I put, put it on there, but knowing you got to, you know, you know, you got to back off a little bit if you need to. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. But walking for a few days after is always rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got, I know right now we're, you know, we're training for Mid-South specifically. Yeah. We're waiting to see what the lottery gods, yeah. you know, give you. And yeah. Western, Western States, lottery number three, I got four, four tickets in. So we'll see what happens there. And then if I don't, don't get pulled there, probably go for Leadville lottery number six. Hey, you got <laughs> as much luck as I do, dude. Uh, it's like yeah. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> And see how that goes. Maybe join Lifetime Fitness or something. I don't. I don't know what a, whatever yeah, you have yeah. to do to get into that race. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm waiting on right now to see what I need to do. Uh, let see if my wife wants to pick my 20, 2024 qualifier. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at her. He's, 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 he's looking for a reaction there. He's like the side eye back there. I know that look. Oh, well, um, well, Chad, thanks so much, man, for jumping on the podcast. And like I said, it's been fun. You know, thank you for trusting me to, to coach you and it's been a blast. And, you know, I just, I love your work ethic. I love that you do what you got to do to get it done, but you're still dad, you're still husband, you know, I love people that, that have to do what I have to do. (laughs) Yeah. And and, yeah, I'll just add one more thing about about that it's all about balance for me and i don't think that you know it's hard it's a weird thing to say for somebody that runs ultra marathons to to say you know it it brings balance to your life but just you know waking up at four or five in the morning and and putting in the work makes me i feel like makes me a better dad a better husband and better better work better better life you 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 do the hard work in the morning and and if that's the hardest part of your day everything's easy from then on out yeah yeah and it's an example for you kids man like you said it was cool to have your kids there to see dad crush it you know and they see the work you know they don't they kind of see it but as they get older they'll notice like you know the work you put in you get back you're sweating and you know you worked for that you know yeah i'm a firm believer works the hardest thing you do during the day what you do for a living is the hardest thing you do do during the day or, or your you know your home life's the hardest thing you do you're never, you're never going to like it. You're never going to enjoy it. Um, it could be good. It could be bad. I, I, I'm pretty lucky and, and have a great family and, and, 
and great wife and we all have our challenges though and do getting the hard work out of the work more out of the way in the morning for me it's just makes everything easier yeah yeah i love that feeling you know kind of walking around like hey man you know knowing that you just ran you already ran like 15 miles and yeah, yeah just give you a confidence <laughs> yeah. you know like hey i just put in some work man <laughs> yeah yeah for sure uh well man i'm looking forward to to seeing you know seeing what what happens next? And I'm hoping yeah. to get into States, man. I want to see you crush States, man. I, I, I want you to get it. I mean, I've done it already. I want to get in too, but I only got two tickets. So I'm, you know, I'd rather see you, you get know, in there and crush it, man. You'll probably get in again. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be, I mean, I, I would feel guilty, but I would still go. But you got in on what? One or two, two last time? Two. Two, yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. So you never know. Yeah. <laughs> All well, right, man. Well, all right, man. I'm going to let you get back to your family, man. But uh, yeah, appreciate your time, brother. All right. Thank you.